0: Faith and hope is the light that leads us from the impossible to the possible. Welcome to the I'm Possible radio show. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. And welcome to another episode of the I'm Possible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. And of course, I have a lovely guest for you all this morning. But before we get into that, let's get the formalities out of the way, as always. So if this is your first time tuning in to JQLM Radio or the show, and you would like to share with your family, friends, and followers on all the different ways that they can tune in, or you yourself would like to know other ways that you can tune in in case you're working, doing hair, shopping, or whatever the case may be, be sure to tell them to download the JQLM Radio app on their Apple or Android devices. You can also tune in through Amazon Alexa, TuneIn app, stream a Simple Radio app, and a host of other platforms of which you can find on our website, where you can also Listen live at egoentertainmentnet.com. Also, don't forget to follow, like, and share us on social media at JQLM Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also follow Ego Entertainment Network at Ego That's E G O E N T N E T on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can follow us on LinkedIn at Ego Entertainment Network. And if you would like to follow and connect with me, Lady J, you can follow me on social media as well at Lady J Brand, on Facebook at ladyj.co, L-A-D-Y-J dot C O. Also on LinkedIn at Lady J. I'm not really on Twitter like that, y'all, but you can follow me. So I'll follow you back at jocke underscore one. That's J-A-Q-U underscore one. Also, you can follow the Impossible Radio show on Facebook at I'm Possible Radio Show and on Instagram at I'm Possible Radio. Don't forget to visit my website to learn more about me, all the different brands that I have and services and products that I offer, as well as fill out the form to be a guest on the show at ladyj.co, ladyj.co. Now that we have the formalities out of the way, let's introduce our guest for today. Our guest is none other than... Carmel Lucas. And the topic for today is going to be damaged goods. Are we really damaged goods? Let's bring her on. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. Thank you for joining me on today. And so I usually give an intro you know, uh, four people, but me and her, we've talked <laughs> quite a bit. So just so you all know, um, her sim, her story is similar to mine. So she has a story, you know, dealing with uh, parents who were addicted to drugs, you know, um, rape, being rebellious at 15, just a whole bunch of things. So we're, we're going to walk through her story with her and she's going to also you know, share some of the lessons that she's learned as well as possibly give some encouragement and tips to those who may be struggling with those same things to overcoming the impossible. So will you please share with the audience um, a little bit about yourself? Just uh, talk about who you are, where you're from and what you do.
1: Well, um, I'm Cameron Lucas and I live in Orlando, Florida. And um, what I do is I am a writer. I'm an author, a poet, and I also do motivation speaking. I am, I mean, gosh, I'm a stand up comedian and um, I, I do a little bit of acting and modeling. So I do a lot of things in the entertainment world. So I love entertainment. I think it's, it's everything to me at this point.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So let's start with your background. So let's talk about your childhood. Ooh. So I know that you you talk about um, being raped at the age of five years old and being abandoned by your father, your biological father as a child. So let's start there. What was your childhood like and how did the childhood rape come into play?
1: Well, my, my background was that, um, man. Okay. So, um, when I was growing up, um, when I was young, um, I used to spend a lot of time with my grandpa and my, and my grandmother, okay? And they typically, you know, took the role of a mother and a father for me. Um, I never knew who my father was. I knew a name of a father, but I didn't know who he was. I'd never been around him ever in my life. And um, so that part made me feel as I, you know, became like four and five, I, I, I noticed that I became very, you know, into myself. I was very shy. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I was, you know, timid. I was feeling like no one loved me, in which my grandmother and grandfather tried to give me the love but and my mom. But I didn't really feel that because I didn't really have a father figure. I wanted to follow the rest of the kids' path. You know, when you go to school and kindergarten, your father dropped you off and you don't have one to do that, you're going to feel like rebellion. Like you're going to feel like no one loves you at the age of five, right? So I remember when I was a, a little girl and um, I went over to this lady's house. And um, it was like a guy. Mm-hmm. I don't, it was a guy. He... He was, he was a teenager at that time, and he want, I wanted to play a game with him, and he had like a football game, and I wanted to play, and he said the only only way I can play if you know, if he can have, you know, well, he didn't say that. He just bent me over and did what he did, you know, and I would try to tell people, but mm. people didn't believe me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know the age of five years old, people don't believe what what you're saying because they think that you're right. making up something or you see something. You know?
0: Right.
1: And that's what you have to understand. When your kids tell you something, you gotta believe it, regardless of the fact because they're trying to give you you know, they're trying to tell you but they don't know how to tell you. And I try to tell my I try to tell my grandmother, um, my biological grandmother because the the other lady that raised me was my step-grandmother but my i tried to tell my biological grandmother she didn't believe me i tried to i was and i was scared to tell my mom because i felt like if i told my mom you know i was gonna get punished for something you know what i mean because i didn't know how how to say it you know and then as i grew up you know i felt like i don't know i just felt like my dad should have protected me you know, and he wasn't there to protect me. So I rebelled against everybody, my mom, everybody. And, and I was I was getting out of hand because I felt like, who cares? Nobody care. Because when you try to tell somebody, nobody believe you. So now you don't care about anything. Right. You know? And then that's how I was feeling as I was growing up. Like, nobody really cared. So I rebelled. And I did things that I shouldn't have done, you know? I got mm-hmm. into in trouble. I was on the like I was on the street, not selling my body, but I was trying to do like the boys do on the streets. you know what I mean, mm-hmm. handle my business, I was trying to be a thug, you know, and I didn't care, I just didn't care at all anymore, and that was my mentality, like I didn't care about anything at all,
0: period, right you know so uh where was your mother during all of this?
1: My mom, she was, I think she was, um, she was working, you know, she, and you know what? It's so funny that me and my mom, we talked about it recently and she still feels like bad about it. Cause she said that she remember it. She told me that I should have said something to her because she did tell me that she said, um, baby, what's wrong with you? You looking different, You know, what, what, what's going on? And I just looked at her and, and I told her, nothing, mommy. And she said, I should have said something right then. You know what I mean? But I was scared to say something because I thought I was going to get in trouble. To be right. You know? So, so she, said she noticed the difference in me. You know what I mean? She mm-hmm. knew that something was wrong, but she didn't know exactly what was wrong. She just looked at me and was like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, nothing, mommy. And she said, you sure? And I I remember that. And she was like, you sure? And I was like, yes, ma'am. And then she said, okay, come on. You know, and I was scared. She said she saw me walk out the door and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing, mommy. And then she said, like, 30 minutes later, she seen the boy walk out. You know what I mean? But -hmm. she didn't put two and two because I told there was nothing wrong with me, you know?
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So... At, at this point, you know, and that happened at a at a very young age and, you know, when trauma like that happens, you're already feeling like, you know, you don't belong to somebody. you trying to figure out your identity after being abandoned. You know, that is the start of starting to feel like, you know, you're damaged goods. So, right. um, and I know that all too well. <laughs> and the more that you uh, try to go through life and suck it up keep it in you know i got to keep pushing keep moving forward because we know in the black families most black families is what's done in this house stays in this house sweep it under the rug or they don't want to hear that you know what i'm saying they don't want to they don't want to face it and then
1: want to cover it up they want exactly. to cover it up it never happened and exactly that's not the you should never cover up anything that that you know that is supposed to be important anyway. but they they love to cover up everything that that's Damage, Oh, no, let's cover this up. Don't say nothing about it. We're going to keep it un- under the coverage. So. Right. You
0: know? Right. Exactly. So, you you know, uh, being raped at five, abandoned by your father, when did the drugs come into play with your mom? We talked about too. Everything you see me, my
1: mom, we talked about it. And the thing about it with that, I think that my mom felt some type of way. Um, I think my mom felt like cause my mom was the same way she was a too when she was growing up as well. Right. And she didn't, um, I don't know, but I knew that when I was like 17, 17 or 18, that's when I found out that my mom was on drugs. Right. And I didn't believe mm-hmm. in, so I thought myself, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know, she was on it and i noticed a difference in her and and i was upset because i was like i kept telling mom please for me please do it for me you know but i guess once you want drugs that's what it is and you can't get off until you're ready to get off basically
0: Mm
1: -hmm. that's what i noticed that she was you know smoking drugs and she was out all kinds of the night you never want to come in and I know her face, you know, everybody know how it is when you're smoking. The face changes, right? The attitude changes and things, you know, different things changes. She stayed in the streets a lot. And then, you know, I noticed when she was like, when I was like, no, about 16, 15 or 16, because I, I really didn't, you know, pay attention until I got a little bit older. So that's when I started noticing. She didn't do it when I was younger. I mm-hmm. She started when I was like 15 or 16 years old at that time.
0: Okay. And so how did that make you feel though? So you're, you're going through life at this point. I'm hearing that, you know, you still haven't reached a point where you start to like come into your own understanding that your identity and who you are and how you should see yourself isn't tied to the things that happened to you or tied to your parents and things of that sort. So how did it make you feel on top of all of what you were already feeling about your stuff and what you were going through when you, Found out that your mother was on drugs.
1: I was angry. I was very angry. I was upset with her
0: because I felt like
1: that I was disappointed because I didn't want her to, to go through that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was so angry with her that I didn't even talk to her. I was so mad, I rebelled against her and didn't talk to her anymore at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say anything to her. And, you know, and then her twin sister, Um, I was talking to her twin sister a lot. And me and her got like really, really close. And, cause, you know, she's like my second mom. And mm-hmm. we got really close. And I didn't want to talk to my mom at all. I was, I was super, super angry at my mom at that time, you know, because I felt like she, she abandoned me too. You know, my dad. I don't even know my dad. And then you're doing this, so now you're gone, and my dad is gone. So, what's the purpose?
2: You right.
1: Know? Right. Like both of my like both of my parents is not there for me. So like, I don't understand the purpose of of me. You know. And I, I ask, why do you have me if you don't want to be there for me? Like, you know.
0: Right. So, as a result of everything that you had endured up until this point, and you know, being angry, feeling like you weren't good enough, and you know, feeling like you had no purpose, and you know, not knowing who you are, tell me what was the turning point for you to then begin to do the work or walk into trying to understand, you know, why this happened to me. And what's the purpose behind it and trying to figure out who you are?
1: Well my turning point was at first I, I felt like that I felt like that um I was being punished for something. I didn't know why I was being punished, but I felt like I've been punished and I didn't know my purpose on this earth and I'm like, Why am I being punished? Why why am I going through this? But my turning point was when I my mom came to me. And she told me that because I started doing like entertainment more in, into the entertainment world. I decided I wanna do something that I love for myself and love myself for who I was. And probably like two thousand and I was like two thousand and eight, two thousand and seven, something like that. Two thousand and eight, my mom came to me and she said she was so super proud of me. She went to my one of my shows that I did. And she told me. She said, "Baby, she's like, I'm super proud of you." And I'm like, "I know, you know, I didn't really hear how proud she was of me, right?" And she was like, mm-hmm. "I'm gonna get off drugs. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop everything for you." And my mom's been clean ever since then. And me and her, that's my best friend. My mom is my best friend. Like, I tell her everything, and she tells me everything. We're like, we can't even split us apart, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that was a turning point for me because when she told me she's doing it for me, then I know that it was a purpose of me being here because she showed me the love and she started showing me more love than I could ever possibly imagine. And she started being there for me. She started, everything I have done, she will come and we'll talk about things. she give me advice. And I'm like, wow, this is what I've been missing all my life, you know, for a while. Now Mm -hmm. I got it back. And then I start believing in myself even more, you know, and after that, I was like, you know, I was on top of the world at this point. because As long as I have my mom, that was all that matters to me. And then I had her twin sister that was there to be the next person that shows me that I'm worth more than I think I am, you know, and then mm-hmm. they built me up to be who I am, you know, And I, and I'm happy for that. And then recently, I just a year or two, I just met my biological father, mm-hmm. you know, and we talked, and, and I told him I had to learn I can't get mad at something that I couldn't control, and I'm and I told him I'm not mad at you,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: I just wanted to make that good connection between me and you, and just start fresh.
0: That's it. Right. Now, for the listeners that are listening, I know that that worked out for Caramel, but understand that that's not always the case. Because, no. for instance, for myself, I had to learn how to accept my parents for who they were and understand that who I was to become it was not tied to them and who I was going to be and what I was going to accomplish and everything was not dependent upon whether or not my father stopped doing drugs or my mama or or my dad, you know, um, came back to get me or love me. I had to learn how to love them uh, from a distance. And sometimes you have to learn how to accept the apology that you'll never get and understanding that the choices that your mother or father, whoever makes has nothing to do with you. So for, for those who are listening, especially to our teenagers, please understand that. Just because your parents decide, you know, if they're choosing a, a, a spouse or a significant other over you, or they're choosing drugs or alcohol or something, that that has nothing to do with you and who you are and who you are to become. It's not predicated upon whether or not how much they show that they love you. And in life, like um, Caramel says, she had her aunt. You know, for me, it was my grandparents. And life, God will allow certain people to come into your life to feel those voids, they can't replace them, but the word says that his grace is sufficient. So whoever he, he provides, you have to be take, you have to take advantage. You have to be willing to take advantage of that help and take advantage of that individual that is there to nurture you, to pour into you, to encourage you along your journey.
1: And I agree with that because, you know, all situations don't come out to be our best situation, you know, and, you know, thank God that, you know, He put it into my mom. Cause I couldn't define my mom. I, I didn't, you know, she was who she is and it didn't define me or being who I am. But at the same time, she loved me enough to change her ways and be supportive and be there for me. And I was blessed from that, you know, and I'm blessed to have the people that's in my life right now. But like you said, it's not always the case, right. you know, and, you know, it's a lot of people that is not as fortunate as I was to, you know, have my my parents in my life back in my life, but I had to learn to accept it, no matter which way it went, you know. And so I was fortunate to have my parents, and you know, and that's what it is. And you, sometimes you have to learn to you will never for you can forgive, but you won't never forget, you know.
0: Right, so, right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I think,
1: yeah, I forgive, but I can't forget. But at the same time, I move on,
0: you know,
1: because I know that God has it. So I have to move on.
0: Exactly. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation of damaged goods with Caramel Lucas. Stick and stay. We'll be right back. All right. Indianapolis Simply Serenity Empire presents the Simply Serenity from the Fifth Flow Comedy Show. Starring Reginald Ballard, aka Bruh Man from the Fifth Flow from The Martin Show, featuring Leah McBride with special guests, Naptown Chris, hosted by Robert Sweaty Hands Day, and introducing Hype City. It's going down, y'all, Saturday, October 30th, 2021, at the Moose Lodge, located at 7055 East 16th Street in Indianapolis, Indiana. Of course, music provided by DJ Trouble G. Doors open at 7 p.m. and the show starts at 8 p.m. General tickets are $20, table tickets are only $30, and VIP are $40. Get your tickets now at www.SimplySerenityEmpire.com. COVID rules will be enforced. Masks are required. Are you in need of a fresh perspective on relationships, wholeness, love, and transformation, or are feeling consumed with hurts from the past and finding it difficult to overcome traumatic events? Well, contact licensed marriage and family therapist, Sharon Mason of Love That Relationship. She can get you back on the road to building a healthy and loving relationship with yourself and others. Love That Relationship. If you're tired of hearing the same music and content every 5, 10, or 15 minutes on air, then check out JQLM Radio for the realest, rawest, and most relevant variety of music, talk shows, and more. Start your days with a little bit of gospel and gospel rap. From 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All of my life,
2: I never known you to fail. You deliver me. Oh,
0: I to do it. Oh, coming to make it. down with that. Oh, then get into some hot RB. Say bae, say bae, say bae, what you do What you doing? Some hip-hop.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Little bit of pop a
1: little sugar.
0: and some neo soul for the rest of the day jqlm the radio real be, raw and relevant my all right and we are back you are tuned into the Impossible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. And my guest, Caramel, was talking about her life story, being raped at the age of five, being abandoned by her biological father, having a mother who was addicted to drugs. And right before the break, she shared with us what her turning point was, and that was her mother deciding to get off of drugs after after seeing her for the first time in her element of entertainment. And we were talking about how sometimes you're going to have to learn how to accept the apology that you'll never get and understanding that who you are is not tied to your parents, what they do, what they don't do, or the things that have happened to you. So with that being said, Caramel, can you share with the listeners a little bit about what were some of the steps that you actually took though? Something practical that they can use to reach a Place of healing over of overcoming those that impossible trauma of being raped at five, not having anyone believe you, and and all of those things, and feeling like you know you were unprotected, and um, feeling like you didn't have a purpose. Uh, Can you share what some of the practical steps that you took in order to reach a place of healing?
1: First of all, um, the thing that I did was that I had to accept myself. I had to love myself first, and if if you don't love yourself, it's no way that you're gonna. You're gonna heal because I had to learn learn to love me, and and the second thing I had to know that God is my main focus, and I had to believe in Him and the steps that He He's He's given me. So, you know, I had to man. it, It was it was hard for me to first of all love myself because I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to love me. And I didn't know how to because I felt like everything that I got, you know, it's so funny, like everything that people were saying to me, I felt bad about it. I was like, oh, wow, you know, if I hear somebody about my mom or if I hear something about my dad and how these kids come with their dad or they with their mom and I'm not with the, my mom or my dad. So I had to love myself first and know that it's going to be OK. You know, I have to accept whatever happens. It's just what it is. And I believe in God. That was my steps. I had to put all my full force into him and say that you're going to carry me all the way. I had to believe in him 100%. And if I didn't, girl, I don't know where I will be at this point. You know?
0: Awesome. So a lot of people would would say, well, okay, well, I know that I have to love myself, but how do I do that? So what I teach people is the first thing you have to do before you can move to the next phase, you know, in, in healing, when you are trying to overcome a trauma or a, an extreme hardship is you have to uh, identify the root cause. Like you have to be honest with yourself about what, who, and you might not figure out the why, but the why Uh, about why it happened, but you do have to understand the why in regards to why you feel the way you feel about yourself. That's where you start. So um, being honest about what happened, be honest about who was involved and who it was tied to, and then understanding that why you see yourself the way you see yourself and why you feel about yourself the way you feel about yourself is tied to that particular thing, that root and that's the only way you can then move into extraction so uprooting that and then replanting and rebuilding your life i mean um it's it's easier said than done believe you be yes yes it is it's It's just so hard you know it's very hard because you're like oh my
1: god you know where do i start you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and you just have to man you have to understand, like you're not the problem. It wasn't your fault that anything happened to you. It's not your fault, you know. Mm-hmm. And you just have to learn how to. It's just hard to to just let it go because for a long time I held it in, you know. And I'm gonna tell you some honest, like this right here. I don't speak out on what happened
0: mm-hmm.
1: to the public. I don't because I try to. Just to, you know how some people just like try to just get over it and just call it a day, but you just can't get over it because you remember it very well. Mm-hmm. You know? And I try to like, let me just move on with my life. Don't talk about it. But, you know, I, I talk about it to some people and I, some people know, like I talk to my mom about it. I talk to my auntie about it. I talk to people that's close to me about it, but I don't speak it out publicly. And I felt like I had to this time because I can heal this way as well. You know, you got to right. find the healing. And right. when you talk about something that happened to you, it's a healing for yourself. Because uh-huh. you did not, it's not bundled in. And because when you keep things in, keep packing things in, keep packing things in, you're going to have a breakdown.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. you have so much on top of you. So I released it. You have to release what's going on inside because if you don't release it and you have someone to talk to you might end up in some kind of crazy house or something's going to happen you can know, have a heart attack cuz so many things is piled up on you mm-hmm. you just have to learn how to release it and heal from it
0: right i know that um, for those who are listening a, a, a transparent moment <laughs> um, i am in that stage once again you'll find yourself in life if you if you start out in life you know, in a bunch of trauma and a bunch of hardship, it's going to be extremely difficult for you emotionally and mentally when you are in relationships. And I'm not talking about just romantic relationships, but relationships period, but especially romantic relationships because romantic relationships are the neck is the next relationship. That is the closest thing to an unconditional love that you have with your parents as a child. Uh-huh. And It mimics the relationship or the type of relationship and unconditional love that you should have with God. That is uh-huh. why it is so damaging. And when you find yourself, um, you know, like myself and like Caramel, um, you know, I've been raped more than once. I, you know, was molested and and used in a whole plethora of things. You find yourself constantly. Second guessing yourself, looking at yourself, wondering if you're good enough. Why does everybody Mm -hmm. keep leaving? Why does everybody, you know, why don't these people understand me? Why is it, you know what I'm saying? You can give what it is that you want back, but they don't give it in return. And so um, it is, it's a difficult thing and it's a constant process, but it is, the process is worth it and you are able to move past it. And the more that you forgive the easier that it will get because forgiveness is what leads you into freedom. And because if you don't forgive, then you'll constantly be bound by that thing, that person or that situation, because sometimes you have to forgive yourself. Sometimes it's you, you have to forgive. So that keeps you bound to that thing. Forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person because while you are stressing over it and crying over it consistently and holding on to it. They are going on about their lives.
1: Yep. So. That is so true. so true, so true. And and I just want to say really quick cuz when you say something about relationships, um you'll be in so many relationships and it will fail so many times because you don't trust. Especially when you've been abandoned or something happened to you, you start to not trust people in 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 a relationship. In a relationship, it would definitely put a a big hinder on your relationship because you don't know who to trust. And Mm so everything else. You're in constant
0: fear. In constant fear that the person is going to leave.
1: In constant fear. Constant fear they're going to leave or they're going to do something to hurt you or they're going to, like, it's crazy. So that's why you have to learn how to forgive because you're never going to heal in a relationship. Because in a relationship, it has to be trust. And you would not trust that person or their loyalty. Because you always think that something is going on. Something gotta be going on, you know? And so yeah, you have to heal yourself before you have a relationship. Because if you don't, your relationship is gonna fail.
0: Yeah, it also gives you a distorted... I'll say a distorted perspective when it comes to certain hardships in relationships. Mm-hmm. If you separate and the person comes back, now you're in constant fear that, Oh, this person left me again before. So they'll leave again. You mm-hmm. know, um, certain things when you have been, uh, sexually or emotionally abused, you know, mm-hmm. um, over a period of time, you find yourself, uh you know, always second guessing. If it's somebody that's a great person, you'll find yourself second guessing yourself and wondering if you're good enough for that person. And you know, um, and if you are used to the same out same type of outcome, <laughs> you'll start self sabotaging and won't even know it. Exactly. So um, that is something else that for those of you who have gone through these types of traumas that you need to be cognizant. Cognizant of, and it, it's a process, but um, God also has people out there that are equipped to care and love and pour into and pray over and cover people like you. Um, they're able to either identify with you or empathize with you, you know, and have compassion for you, and they have the ability to. See you the way God sees you and see your potential and the fact that you are working towards, you know, that. So that's why discernment is also key in making sure that you are discerning, you know, who to let into your life and who not to let into your life. Because if you let the wrong type of people into your life, then it can cause further damage. Especially when you haven't reached that ability to learn how to forgive, let go, move forward, replant, rebuild. If you have not reached that point and know how to do that, then that will cause even more damage. So, Very true. Very true. Uh, so, uh, Caramel, tell me what at what point did you I'll say leap when it came to love and relationships and just accepted somebody that would be able to love you for you and Mm -hmm. was not afraid to, you know, freely give that in return.
1: Um, For a long time, I didn't even know how to have a relationship. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know how to trust a long time it took me a long time to trust people and man Mm -hmm. sometimes I still struggle with it I'm not gonna lie I do because I just think I. I, it's just so hard for me because I I think about things and I'm like I forgive but I can't forget it you know Mm -hmm. and as much as I pray on it it's just like I feel like you know people are for self sometimes and i'm like you know if i let this person into my life what's going to happen you know are they going to do the same thing as the next person do or are they going to stay there or whatever so it's very hard for me because i don't trust a lot of people and i don't like a lot of people in my circle so when it comes to love and relationships um it's just it's just hard for me at this point because You know, even though I do have a, I do have someone in my life right now, but it's just hard for me to trust. And I try to trust, Mm -hmm. but it's hard for me to trust. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's because I feel like if I put my all into it, what's going to happen?
0: Right. You Cause know? there's no guarantee with somebody, Nothing's most, right. most people, I'll say not most people, but a lot of people who have gone through a lot of trauma. I know for me, I know I have a unique story. Everybody has a story, but for mm-hmm. the people that I have had from the people that I have talked to, and I've talked to a lot of people, my story is, is unique. Your story. I, and it's similar though, to a lot of people, my story is similar to yours. And a lot mm-hmm. of us who have gone through those types of traumas because we want to be loved so much, mm-hmm. we give all of ourselves. I don't know how to give just a little bit. I give all exactly. of them financially, emotionally, mentally, yes. spiritually, yes. but in the back of my mind, I really don't feel like I'm worth what it is that I'm giving, but I don't want everybody else or anybody else to feel what I'm feeling, so I give that so that they don't lack. And so... And yeah, and that's so true, because I'm sorry for cutting you off, but no, you're fine. That, is, that is so true because I
1: give everything, I lay everything on line, I'm like, like an open book, you know what I mean? Mm. I give you uh, financially, I give you emotionally, spiritually, mentally, whatever that you need, but I feel like if I don't get it in return, I feel that I'm giving out too much.
0: Right, you right, know? or when you've mm-hmm. done it for so long in relationships, now you're looking for for uh, I, I, won't, I won't say validation, but I'll say solidity. So, mm-hmm. Are they going to marry me? Maybe I should back up in this area until I know that it's going to be, you know, and so what, and that person, they don't understand that, you know, some people don't understand that whether it's a male or female, because, okay, here they are giving their all, I'm flawed. I'm very flawed, you know, uh, and you know, we all have something that we're dealing with that we're going through, but I know that I'm a good person. I know that I try my best. I know that I give, you know, give freely, but this is all I ask. I need solidity. And so when you're not an individual who has experienced that type of trauma or a certain level of trauma, it's hard for you to understand for those of you who may be dealing with people who have very traumatic backgrounds. It may be hard for you to understand why this person is waiting or holding off or backing up in this area because it's because they don't they want to feel secure. They, they are, we are constantly prepared for the worst, constantly prepared for the worst. And I'm just going to keep it 100 with y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to get emotional because like I said, right now, (laughs) Lady J is going through some things, but you're in constant fear. And, and if you find yourself in a friendship or a business relationship where you are real close or relation or a romantic relationship and y'all fall out. You know, and the and y'all sigh so uh, "I ain't talking to you no more." You know, <laughs> or whatever the case may be. And then that person comes back, or you come back, and y'all and y'all reconcile, and then things are hard. This is why it's very important to stop trying to do things like this on your own. Earlier in the show, we talked about taking advantage of those that God places in your life to help. If you are, if it's a family. Um, issue, if it's a romantic relationship issue, you need to see a counselor. Don't, don't talk about it. Don't say, oh, yeah, we're going to go to couples counseling. Yeah, we're going to go to family counseling. Or, yeah, I'm going to get a therapist. Go through with it because some things you cannot handle on your own. And I understand that in relationships, it takes two. Both parties have to be willing to sit down and do the work. And if you're not willing to sit down and do the work, you're choosing to be unhappy because you're not taking the necessary steps to fight for what it is that you say you want or for the person that you say you love or the person that you care about or the daughter or son or mother or whoever, you have to be willing to do the work. It's not an easy process, but it's necessary. And any good person or any good thing that God places in your life is worth fighting for. It's worth doing the work and nothing is going to be perfect. Life is not perfect. Life is not, not perfect, and it's the, you're a constant work in progress. If anybody, anybody that is that is consistently working on themselves, actively working on themselves, actively trying to do better, that is a person that you need to stick with. That, that is, is a person true. that you need to stick with.
1: That is true, because it's very hard to find someone that, that well, as I see, it, it, it's so hard to find someone that, Is on that wants to to work out things because, you know, when you're dealing with someone with damaged goods or have some things going on, trauma in their lives, it's hard to have a relationship with them. You have to show them that you care. Show them that you're there for them. Show them that you're going to protect them. Show them that they they secure with you. Show them that you would never do anything to hurt them, you know, because they need that. They need that security knowing that you're gonna be there for them no matter what. If they fall short, you're gonna be there to pick them up. And like right. that's okay. So cool. We're gonna dust this off and keep it moving. You know right. and if people like that need that.
0: Yes. You know? Yes. And if there's something that has transpired in that family or in that relationship or whatever that has added to that fear, then now you have a responsibility to do your part and make sure and, and understand that everybody's everybody's processing time and healing time is different. But it can be easier or even faster if you participate in it with them because you are a part of that issue. You know, exactly. so um, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. If 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 a mother abused a ch- their child, if they hit their child and that child was taken from that mother and now they're trying to reunite the child with that mother the mother can't say, okay, yeah, I'm going to take my child to counseling so they can get counsel for that. You need to also be in counseling with the child so that you can right. work on the issue together. If you're in a relationship or a marriage and one spouse cheats on the other, or one spouse, you know, hits the other or, or whatever the case may be, you don't then sit back and, and say, oh, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. I'm unhappy while this person over here, who if you afflict the pain on is doing the work. They also you also have work to do together. And that's something that people don't understand and don't realize, because what happens is it takes that person even longer to get to the point to overcome because because they can't they need to be doing it with the person that they say that loves them, too. They need to be doing it with that person that they're wanting to work out. And see, the problem is you have some people that are all in and they mean what they say. I'm not going anywhere. I don't care what happens. You got me for life. I'm in this thing. And even when I'm not happy, I'm still going to choose to love you. Even when I'm upset, I'm still going to choose to love you. Even when you mess up, I'm still going to choose to love you. I'm still going to pray for you. I'm still going to cover you. And we're going to work this thing out. Meanwhile, you have the other person saying that. But when the stuff hit the fan, that's not what they do. And so you have to choose to still be happy. Joy is everlasting. Happiness is temporary because you can be happiness can turn into sadness, but you still have to be willing to do the work and understand that the outcome is, is, is more important. Being right. is not always, that's not important. What's important is, is healing and, you know, liberty, freedom, and, you know what I'm saying? Being able to move forward. So, uh, Oh, this is getting good and we we only got for like 14 minutes in the show so, so uh listen here we're gonna take our last break real quick okay and when we come back we are going to continue this conversation of damaged goods with caramel lucas y'all stick and stay we're gonna be right back
2: the Simply Serenity Empires from the Fifth Float Comedy Show is having a pre-show celebrity meet and greet. It's going down Saturday, October 30th at the Moose Lodge located at 7055 East 16th Street at 6pm. Get your tickets now for only $10 at simplyserenityempire.com. Temperature checks at the door and masks are required.
0: Have you subscribed yet to the free bi-monthly Digital Interactive Ego Magazine? No? Well head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com to subscribe now. This magazine is all about supporting and showcasing excellence in communities everywhere. From music, arts and culture, relationships, education, politics, celebrities, food, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the buttons and social icons and you'll be taken to a whole other world behind the articles and ads. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone and we hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support Ego Magazine. Track CBPD by Arulo.
2: Ego TV Network is the new digital full scale television network you didn't know you needed. A network for the people, by the people. Movies, series, music, and live television. From action to drama to sports to thrillers to horrors to comedy and more. Ego TV has the best variety of new school and old school movies and shows. But most of all, independent content. Whether you want to watch TV live or on demand, advertise. Buy TV spots, submit content for Aaron, or add your channel to the network. Ego TV is the platform to start with and grow with. We support you as you grow with us. Available via web, mobile apps, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, and Android TV. Ego TV Network, electrifying entertainment.
0: All right, and we are back. You are tuned into The Impossible Radio Show with your girl Lady J right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. And man oh man, we've been talking about damaged goods. <laughs> I'm here with my guest Caramel Lucas, and you know, before the break, we were just giving some real real life lessons, okay? Real life lessons about relationships, about discerning people. And, you know, it's okay to have your moment where you break down, you fall apart, you're crying. But you also have to make the conscious decision to, even while you're hurting, even while you are, you know, in a dark place, that you still get up and you push through and do the work. You push through and do the work. And, you know, one thing I want to say as we wrap up, we have about 10 minutes left in the show, is when we're talking about self-love, self-esteem, and self-confidence, Understand that once you reach this stage, when you're ready to start, you know, implementing self-love, self-esteem and self-confidence, you're going to have to do this several times, especially if you get your heart broken, if your feelings are hurt. If you, you know, are having some issues with your parents because you then you start to feel like you damaged goods all over again. That's if you like I said, if you started out in life with dealing with a lot of trauma, that's going to always be a trigger. It's going to always be a trigger. So you have to recognize that. But once you're at this stage, you've already began pulling up weeds and planting new seeds. And now it's time to cultivate those seeds and begin building yourself up. Self-esteem and confidence starts with you. The word self-esteem suggests that you determine whether or not you like self, love self, approve of self, and appreciate self. And therefore, you control how much esteem you have. Your identity is not tied to your parents, your kids, your friends, your money, or man or woman. Your identity is all about your purpose and character becoming who you want to be and who you were designed to be. So, and understand that your self-worth is not based on the approval or opinions of others, And this is the first step in building or rebuilding your confidence and self-esteem. So, uh, Caramel, can you uh, share with our listeners maybe uh, one or two life lessons uh, or tips that you have learned from your experience of overcoming this seemingly impossible uh, circumstance?
1: You just nipped it in a nutshell. <laughs> you said it all. <laughs> uh, well, basically for me, um, my opinion to to people is that, you know, love yourself. Um, learn how to love yourself. And um, another thing for me that I, that I do is just know that you are important in this world, that you would not let anyone make you feel less than you are. Um, you have a purpose to be up in this world. Um, and you should show your purpose to the world and why you're here. Um, Purpose can mean anything. You might set someone up's life with your story, or you might help someone that might need that help that day. So you don't know what your purpose is. So whatever your purpose is, you live it to the the top. Because for me, my purpose is, is not to... Do I I love entertainment, but that's not my purpose. My purpose is to talk to other people and let other people know my story. That's my purpose, I feel. And everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a story. So share your story start with the next person because you never know who life you might touch or you never know that day that person might need you to talk to them and anything can happen and you might save that person's life. You never know. So there you go. That's for me.
0: Right, exactly. So can you tell everyone how they can connect with you?
1: Yes, you can connect with me on my um, website. It's www.caramellucas.net. You can get me, find me on Twitter at MissMS underscore underscore Caramel. You can find me on Instagram at MissMS Caramel Lucas on LinkedIn, Caramel Lucas. And on Facebook, on my fan page, it's Camel Lucas. And you can find me there. But go to my website. You can find everything on my website. And then, you know, just like it and or subscribe or whatever. And we can go from there. Contact me if you want to talk, however. I, I love talking to people. I don't care who I talk to. I mm-hmm. you know, like to motivate, inspire, because I want them to know that you're not alone in life. You always have that, that at least one person in your corner. And I always remember that you're very important in
0: life. So thank you. awesome. Awesome. And um, you know, I'm gonna say uh, just for my final thought, there there may be times that you're gonna feel like damaged goods. I'm gonna be honest, right now I feel like I'm damaged goods. And I know everybody be looking at me like, what, Lady Jane? No, you're awesome. You're awesome. Yeah, you only know <laughs> what I allow you to see. The people uh-huh. who truly know me. Um, you know, and, and and right now nobody knows, you know, you know what I'm dealing with right now, but there are things in life. Um, a lot of people know me know that my life is a constant, (laughs) it's a constant battle. I've been fighting since the day I hit the earth. Okay. Literally it's been a fight for me. And so even though you may be in that space, understand that trouble and pain is inevitable. But also, it's temporary, it's temporary, it's not forever. The only way that it would ever be forever is if you choose to stay there. If you choose to stay there, if you choose to wallow in it, then that's the only way it's going to be forever. And understand that if you feel like you've hit rock bottom, there is nowhere to go but up. If you're rock bottom, if you fall flat on your back, and when you open your eyes, the only That you see is up. That's it. That's all. That's the only place you can go from there is up. So keep that in mind. Also, don't forget to uh, sign up for our Business Bangers uh, virtual administration services. So, Lady J's, you know, um, Business Bangers division of Life Support Company right now is offering virtual. Administration services for entrepreneurs. So if you need help with like scheduling, uh, if you need help with social media, posting correspondence, email chat inbox with your customers and so much more, then go to businessbangerscenters.com. That's businessbangerscenters.com and sign up there. There are three virtual packages, beginners, um, intermediate and advanced, $50 a month, $75 a month and $175 a month. Also, you can register now right there on the website, businessbangerscenters.com for the creative funding and marketing help shop. It's virtual. There are two dates you can attend, November the 3rd at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or November the 6th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And of course, as you all can see, for those of you who are watching on social media, yes, this is a part of the Business Bangers brand. So you will see the Business Bangers spotlight up there. If you want to be a guest on that show, you can Uh, Fill out the interview form there on the site while you are there. If you are looking for ways to fund your business, a project, a book, or whatever, and you want to go in with little to no debt, so that means no loans, investors, trust me, I'm your girl. I can teach you how to do that. If you want to create multiple streams within one brand, within your business, so you're you're not having to work 25 different side hustles, I'm your girl. You want to attend this. If you want to learn how to... Uh, Market creatively. There are 52 ways to market. You all know that business is uh, one of my favorite hobbies and, and, you know, business development. I've been doing that for years. So um, I love to help people. Um, So please go there right now and register. The registration deadline for that is November the 1st. And last but not least, once again, don't forget to follow, like, and share JQLM Radio on social media. We do follow back and Ego Entertainment Network, JQLM Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Ego Internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also follow us on LinkedIn, okay, at Ego Entertainment Network. I want to thank everyone for being my guest. I mean, I'm sorry, for tuning in today. And thank you, Caramel, for being my guest on today.
1: Oh uh, yes, thank you for having me. Like this has been one great conversation, you know. <laughs> yes, um, it is. This is this is so, this is so fun. I love it. You're doing such a great job, and thank you for You know, reaching out to people and you know talking to them and giving them a moment to to express themselves, and that's that's super awesome.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate it. That's, you know, that's what I do with my story. And just I I want other people to be able to do that, too, so that people can, you know, hear other people's stories and the lessons that they learn so people can glean from that and take from that and apply it to their lives. So. Uh, Before I go, as I always say, after all of the hell you went through, the word through is an indication that you defeated the impossible too. New adversities will come, but overcoming them has already made you unstoppable. The favor over your life incomparable, which gives you the right to think and believe I'm possible. This is your girl, Lady J, and I'm out.